I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav, that's Shawnee. It's 9 o'clock instead of 10 because Liverpool have agreed a €40 million Euro deal with Bayern Munich for Graven Birch. Um, we're going to do a quick half an hour on this. It's kind of moved fairly quickly. This has been kind of around the last couple of days, but now today it's been, it looks like it's been confirmed that he is on his way to Liverpool for a medical tomorrow. Um, Shawnee, it's another signing. It's going to come across as a deadline, deadline day signing. Because it won't be, I wouldn't say it'll be confirmed until tomorrow. Um, what's your initial thoughts on this? Because I'm getting, I'm kind of getting not mixed feelings on him. I'm getting kind of yeah, really good player, but is it what we need right now? So where do you want it? Yeah, I'll probably be in the same in the same boat, Gav, in terms of thinking. Like, is he exactly what we need? But it depends how club sees him. I think one thing that's saying about this signing is it's one that the club have been monitoring for a long time and I know that's like a, a buzzword but mm. I, I I think Liverpool wanted this fella from Ajax initially Yeah. when he breaks through and then it looks like Bayern snap him up and to be honest with you Gav I think if you had to ask anyone then he, he looks like he's going to come on to be one of the best midfielders in the world and look it just hasn't it hasn't happened for him and I think Klopp now probably fancies himself to not resurrect this fella's career because it's not like he fucking went there and had a complete disaster. He just didn't really play. And the general consensus I'm saying from Germany is when he played, he played well, but he just didn't play well enough. So it's hard to kind of judge him on his time at Bayern. But look, for the price in this day's market, we'll see what we can do. We've players who are probably similar to him but I don't know whether we have as we've seen we spoke at length about how good Sabozlo is carrying the ball from deep that's what I see Gravenberg as I, see, I don't see him as a six or 
maybe an eight if anything, but a progressive ball carrier. And look, no doubt, no doubt in his talent, but it's just a weird, it's a weird one. It, it, it looks, it just, I, it looks like to me that Liverpool were waiting for Bourne to say this fella's for sale and that they were gonna get, mm. they wanted him. At, he was and, he was linked with United earlier on, probably last week. Um, and, you know, Madge Apple says there, Klopp must think he can mould him into another genie. Um, you know, the price is looking at €40 million. Euros. I've seen 40 plus €5 million in add-ons, but look, we're not going to argue over €5 million. Euros. Um, and, you know, we did want him. I remember him at OX, and he was being linked away from OX, and he was only a year left on his deal, I think. And I think... Bayern end up snapping up for about 25 million euro I think at the yeah. time and we were like Jesus Christ Bayern have done they've some done deal again. yeah they've done some deal there you know what I mean um, Red Hikers is there he's an 8 and a 10 <laughs> he ha- it hasn't happened for him at Bayern right and you know the talk during the week was like Bayern won't let him go unless they have another 6 in place and people are like well is he playing 6 for Bayern like why are they insisting on this 6 be coming in before he leaves and he's obviously just cover and I'd love him to get him when when we were linked when he was going away to Moyak simply because of the situation we were in in midfield where a, a, a young you know physical good ball playing eight was was what we massively needed at the time and right now we feel like we need a six but me and you were speaking last night and you were saying look Gav Endo is the six that's it he's putting him in there as a six and he's going to use yeah. by Chetage and stuff like that so this is another one that into midfield that can that, that fills out the squad as well but. Is it the perfect time to sign him? And what I mean by that is, he might not feel like he fits what we want, but that year in Bayern or whatever, how long he's been in Bayern, right, has kind of not knocked his confidence, but put a bit of manners on him. And what I mean by that is, he's not coming, he's not arriving in Liverpool going, I was the business at Bayern, I was the business at Ajax, I'm fucking it, and I'm going to turn up here and I'm going to be it. He's going to arrive in Liverpool going, I got me fucking knuckle slapped here now off, off Bayern to be quite honest with you exactly. and the mix of that and what Jurgen Klopp will look to do with him because I think the genie comparison is a good one but arriving in there now where Klopp has gone right let's reset you blank page don't mind sixes eights tens let's do let's do a blank slate here and go from there is it is it the perfect time and even though it doesn't feel like a proper fit right now yeah. is it the perfect time to do it yeah, it's the perfect time for all them reasons you mentioned but you go again and I think like a year where Liverpool are going to be playing cup games that not that they're not important it's just your Europa League games to spare there it's going to be perfect time to bet this fella in um, and like you said he's not coming here going <coughs> on demand he has a point to prove and like he just strikes me as the type of player who Jürgen Klopp had assigned at Dortmund he goes on to be a fucking wall beater you know that way and it's that hasn't really worked out that way for a club in terms of bringing in young players at Liverpool. But look, you obviously see something in him. The, the interest in this fella, if this is not uh, something in the echelons of Arthur or a Kabak or a Davies, this is a lad that they've tracked for a long, long time, it seems. And it was just more of a case of Bayern making him available. And it turns out that it was a last minute thing with Bayern and Liverpool were at the front of the queue because. It looked like a lot of the groundwork was done. This is going back to March when Liverpool were playing Real Madrid in the Champions League at Anfield. That there was talks that Graham uh, Rabobridge's uh, representatives were there. So look, it's hard. To, I still think we need a centre half, Gav. I still think I still do think we need to do a centre half. Um, I'm not happy with how the windows played out. I, I, 
people painting it as a good win though not me I don't I think the terms of the, the players that were brought in yeah they might do alright we we got our arses handed to us on a play in terms of Kaiseido and Lavia I think the next window that comes around we'll need to have a fucking director of football in place and and a, and a clear plan this doesn't it doesn't all seem merged like how Liverpool like I said it's the end of the window now when we're judging and uh, with Toro Endo's signing look I would have had no problem with him coming in if he had been a, a backup six but as a starting six I don't I don't think it's good enough if I'm being if I'm being hypercritical I genuinely don't Um, obviously Klopp profile him as well so there's 24 hours left to get a defender in the door and, and give us a chance at, at having a go this season I, I genuinely think if Liverpool had had that ducks in a row and got the requisite business done like in terms of best in class which I reckon we still could have done even though we're out of the Champions League uh, we would have been laughing it was such a good start to the window with um, Sabozlo and McAllister coming <coughs> in we'll get behind them though we'll get behind Gravenberg and I do think we need a centre how I said the other day on Twitter we can roll the dice with Kwanzaa and if he's going to do that make that clear that you're going to do that like play Kwanzaa don't just drop him in here and play him like we might be down to send that play him on the weekend if you have to if you're going to give this kid a chance give him a fucking chance don't be scaring around the edges like it looks like he's not going on loan tomorrow anyway which suggests he is going to get a chance but yeah it looks like now Phillips is going to Celtic uh, um, yeah, on loan I, I reckon I speak for everyone well definitely you Gavin people who are more interested in the football than the transfers that I just can't fucking wait now for this time till tomorrow until all this circus is over because I really have a pain in me bollocks with how this window played out with Liverpool mm. um, that this is not even digging out OTKs or people on Twitter I just think Liverpool got it horribly wrong in terms of their approach mm. Um, this window and I, look again We'll see what Grabenberg could go on to be fucking a war be and reignite his career at Liverpool, you know, and that'll be great for us, but it's it's one of them. It's going to be one of them, and hindsight, it'll either be really good or really Like People thought last year's window was decent with with the business that was done in terms of Carvalho and Nunes, and people didn't. And when you look back, it's fucking only one of them players are still at the club, so we might have a completely different. Um, a completely different outlook on this window Maybe even at Christmas like if 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 we don't fucking Andre in January now on the centre-back I'd be fucking delighted but look well that is where it is we, me and you were talking because um, we talk most nights and we are saying I think we both agreed on that we said look Liverpool will struggle to come out of this window with a lot of credit right and we weren't I don't think we're being over harsh on that I think the players we brought in in Sabah's Loy, McAllister. Um, excellent. Absolutely excellent signings. Endo was a bit of a core ball, but Klopp seems to have endorsed this massively. And this one in Gravenberch, if it's something that Klopp has been looking at for the last eighteen months to two years plus, um, you know, you have to you just you just back him and you you know you because we speak so much about, you know, how much power Klopp has and is it on this, is it on that? And I'm kinda of going and I I was saying it to someone in the telegram chat yesterday it might have been Jerry and I said to Jerry look when it gets to the end of the window if it's if if they don't do enough they all deserve blame you know they all come as a package they all deserve blame but we were, when we were talking last night and we were talking about you know 
what Liverpool can do and what they need to get. You know, coming out with out of this window with, with a lot of credit, they're going to struggle. And the reason they're going to struggle is because I think they got a bang on with the three lads leaving and Sabah's Lyme McAllister coming in. That was fine. That was absolutely yeah. fine. You could have questioned, and I've said this a few times, you could have questioned, is he going to just keep that eight that were there? And, you know, we could argue the point as long as the day is long, right? And then the other two boys go. Now, bit of a curveball, I'll give them that. But it's six, seven weeks or whatever since they've left. Do you know what I mean? And it seems to be that the societal stuff was a bit of a mess. Lavia yeah. didn't even want to go over a certain price. Fine. Do you know what I mean? But we're down to the last day now, really, and we're signing Ryan Gravenberch. And as good as a signing as you think he is, or you might think he is, numbers-wise, we're probably one-off, right? We're probably one-off. You can argue over Endo and whatever, but we're probably one-off, and that's a centre-back. No, we're definitely, we're definitely one-off. Yeah, no, we're, de- you know, we're definitely no. right. So, yeah. even if they sign a centre-back tomorrow, you'd be saying to yourself, right, they've got in the numbers they need to get in. It's just the way it's gone on. Now, people could turn around and say, well, look, that's very fucking naive. Like, this this stuff happens here. Now. But listen, the centre-half situation hasn't changed all summer. If they sign a centre-half tomorrow, the centre-half situation has not changed since the last day of the season away at Southampton. Simply hasn't, right? People can argue Phillips going alone, um, you know, an injury here or, or alone there, but it hasn't changed. So the fact that Liverpool haven't done anything at centre-half may do something tomorrow would say, you know what, okay, good signing, but it's 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 very, very late. You know what I mean? I know what you're laughing at, and they're laughing at ravishing Rick Rio asking how many games of Astro going. Um, that's one of the most amazing things I've seen in a long time. Um, what I seen earlier, and that's it's it's a private joke. Sorry. Um, but but they will struggle to come out with the credit, won't they? Even if they signed the same, even if they turned yeah, around tomorrow and said we're Gav, signing Gav, for, for me, fifty million. Look, I think for me, it's it's. I think the biggest problem with football nowadays is that. Like everything is over analyzed and everything is looked at in microcosm and you look at like everything in small but like I think the bigger picture is the worry for me in terms of the hierarchy and the structure at Liverpool. Now we're getting deep here, but like like Edwards goes and Ward steps in and I don't know, um this is completely hypothetical by the way. This is not based on anything. This is just my opinion and how it looks like for me from the outside. Edwards has the perfect balance of saying to Klopp, no, this is the player you want, and then going and getting the deal done. And look, it worked. It, fucking, it took us to the top of, of, of world football, because I can literally say world football, because we won the World Club Cup like based on being champions of Europe after winning Premier League titles. And now it looks like to me, um, he left, and then he maybe probably tried to tussle a little bit with Ward in terms of power and Ward was just like I'm bouncing there's no reason for Ward and he was in the job four months at the time when he said he was going because we knew well in advance and then he gives this smack a gig to fella, fella the gig and it's a short term which it's just not a job that can be short term mm. it's like you fucking Say you're a foreman or a site manager, and yeah, you're, you're isn't, isn't isn't this guy being quoted? Or I've seen quote yesterday yeah, saying today, he's basically saying I'm his assistant. I'm I'm, I'm basically the assistant Klopp's to assistant. Klopp yeah. with regards to yeah. Yeah. Trans- right. okay, yeah. So that's yeah. So it's idea. like it's like if you're a, a project manager on a site and you have a fucking a warehouse that they're kitting out and putting whatever in it, and then you say, "Look, it's gonna take two to three years." Yeah, but we'll give you an eight month deal. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't compute. Doesn't you can't look for short term solutions in this game. 
Like you just not not in that what they're trying to do. So what I'd like to see now happen after all of this show is finished is Liverpool going out and prov- getting a good sparring director. Like even someone people might laugh, but I've said this Gavin private chats between me and you. Like Ralph Ragnick would be fucking perfect for Liverpool, I think. Ralph Ragnick would be absolutely perfect. He went into United and he wrecked the shop because he went in there telling home truths and they didn't like that and they fucked him out. He got he basically went in and said they need nine, ten new players. These are the players that we need someone going in and recommending like ahead of Brighton. He gave United Julian Alvarez and Enzo Fernandez, I believe, before. And they said no, they torn him away. And I think I, there was another player, I think, I'm not sure who it was. There might have been uh, so Saido, actually. Of Vardy and so Saido, yeah. Like, we need someone like that to come in and challenge Klopp because it's never healthy for one person like Klopp. As good as he is, Gav, it's just, it's, I don't care how good he is, he can't run a football club on his own. Yeah. He just, he, he can't do it. Not a club the size of Liverpool. He's going to need somebody over him to either challenge him. And it, even whether that's, I know everyone was making a lot of it, even if it's a fucking case of just changing lenders. So it's a fret, like a different approach. And nothing against Pep Lenders, but you have to do it. Ferguson done it for fucking years. Ferguson went through fucking assistant coaches. Like they were nothing, nothing. Mm. Mullenstein, there was fe- feeling was always sort of hanging around, but he just, he, he didn't mind going through them. You know what I mean? So I, I just think, the shite in the background needs to be sorted now because we can't be going into a, another season next year with this same shite of a fucking a power, a wrestling by power because I don't think Klopp's eye for a player like Talent Day is is the best, to be honest. We all know that he didn't fancy Salah and he didn't fancy Mane. And, and look, he made a fucking walk in the end of the day, but we do need, we need someone in there to challenge Klopp. I think it's healthy. Yeah. And I'd imagine Klopp probably agrees. So the fact that they gave this fella a short-term deal gives me slight optimism that they will look to do someone like Paul Mitchell from Monaco. But honestly, it's we need we need um, structure. We need the structure back. We need to get back to being the fucking the, the cleverest uh, gang in the realm. We we've gotten so far away in that the lads would have never like Edwards and that would have never got caught anywhere near. That's so sad, I'll show you. Look, they got born by Van Dyke and they learned from it and then that was it. Nobody knew a fucking sausage about mm. any business Liverpool were doing. So, look, the window's closed. Gravenberg in. Could be fucking amazing. I feel like we need a centre-half. I think it's a need. I think it's a definite need. Um, and we're good to go. I think we could have a fucking right go at all the competitions next year if he, if he gets... Someone like, cause, like, it's not good enough for, and I'm not paraphrasing here, Gav. It's not good enough for Klopp to be throwing around saying the press conference. Yeah, well, the situation with the centre halves is, yeah, we're gonna need a bit of luck with injuries. Fuck that. Like, <coughs> like, yeah. I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not as uh, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, that, bring, that, brings you back to, that brings you back to um 2021, to be honest with you, where we didn't have any luck. But, you know, and like in fairness, that season, no matter how many fucking centre-halves you had, it was one of those where they were all fucking going down. You were using centre midfielders and everything. It was ridiculous. But the point being there at the start of it was they were using Fabinho as the fifth centre-half, I think, or the fourth centre-half. And kind of that sped up the process of us being in serious trouble at centre-half. Barry Devney says the window's not closed yet. No, of course not closed yet. What Shawnee's talking about is if the window closing, that's Gravenberch, stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, maybe it's a centre-half short. or Most people feel that. Apparently, Paul Mitchell at Monaco was free after the window closes, um, says Scouts RP, and maybe that is maybe that is where the, where it goes. Maybe it's it's. Do you know what? If 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 what we're saying is true, or what a lot of people feel is or, or are saying is true, maybe it has happened during this window where Klopp's gone. Mm. When I look back at it, we probably spent too long looking at things. That's probably down to me. The guy that came in was just kind of sitting there going, "Well, if you want something, if you want a cup of tea, I'll go and get you one." But if you're unsure, I, I'll just sit here and wait. I, I, now, I tell you, like, but but that's I, where I, I am with it. I, yeah, like you're, I'm having you're a look right. at there. Yeah, I think I'm having a look at what happened there tonight with that lad off PSV. I I reckon that's Salah's replacement. That Bakayoko lad. I, mm. I it looks like to me he's been told to stay there for another year because he's torn down Brentford and I think he torn down Brighton last week as well and he torn down Burnley and apparently Liverpool writing really highly, but they're just not gonna do him now because they won't have the minutes for him. But Look, it hasn't been it. Look, Ward was good. Julian Ward was really good. We we seen the proof was in the pudding with Ward. The deals that he got done, the Luis Diaz, McAllister, Sabozloy, Gakpo, like he was good. Like it's just that's the only thing that's fucking worrying me, Gak. I don't know how good you have to be. I think, I yeah, think but it's if you go back to your man. point, Shani, go back to your point, right? You said Klopp needs to be challenged. I don't know if challenged is the right word. I think I'm not looking for someone to go in there and say, right, no, Klopp, you're fucking wrong. I'm looking to, for someone to go in and go, have an input, rather than sitting there going, you tell me what to do and I'll go out and try to get this deal done. Where, you know what I mean? Have a conversation rather than just instruction. And maybe that's where it is at the minute. Maybe that's where it is. And that's just. That's just us, you know, I don't know, speculating on it. Um, someone says, um, Glenn Parsons says, the fly for Gravenberch has been cancelled tonight. He flies tomorrow morning instead. That's uh, Who's he flying with? Like, what's going on here? Put the thing in the air. He's only got, where's he coming from? Like, he's only over in Munich. It's like, look, an fly. Um, but anyway, like, I, I, I get where you're coming. I actually, I agree with you. I think when the window ends, you kind of go, if we don't sign a centre-half, you're probably going, okay, if you want to persist with what you're doing here, a centre-half should have probably come in, right? And that's fair. And that's probably the the outcome of a window where Liverpool seemed to be going smoothly. And when they were hit with something that was, you know, out of the ordinary, they didn't react well to it. They didn't react well. They didn't react quickly. And 
the argument over who they've reacted with with regards to grabbing Bert and Endo um, is up for is up for discussion and will be for the whole season because listen you know how this fan base works like we lose one game and it's gonna all blow up like fucking you like yeah, no one's that, business that's but just, you know what I mean that's that's uh, but, just that's yeah the I know of the game. I know like, you just need a bit of rationale like yeah of course you do of course you do but look um, what do you see like before we, we're gonna run in a few minutes but Graven Birch comes in um, I've seen loads of stuff around him. Like I'm reading loads of different opinions on him. And could he mould him into a six? Could he? Is he another eight? If he's another eight, is he? Is it? Is a forward planning for maybe Thiago departure? Maybe we're down that road. Because in fairness, Sabas, Lloyd McAllister, Elliot's impressed. Jones is coming back from a bit of an injury. You know, there's there's plenty of bodies in there now in that position. Um, that's where we're looking at a six. But what would you like? To, forget forget what people have said. What would you like to see from Graven Birch? Would you like to see him where do he? Do that clean slate and they go, right, listen, I want you at the base of this midfield. And what would That's you like what to say? That's what I will be. I'd imagine, I'd imagine Klopp's going to have him in tomorrow, showing him all clips, this and the other, and where he can uh, where he can lift this this kid up and probably push him on again. Look, there's no doubt in his talent. Like, anyone who is familiar with Pogba when he was at Juventus, he reminds me of him. Anyway, now, he was, he's not as good as Pogba as Pogba was at Juventus because Pogba was fucking... Now it is world. He was magic at Juventus. He was magic. But Gravenberg has got the same sort of like he's technically gifted. He glides at the ball. He's strong in the tackle. He can score goals. He ha- you can tell by looking at him, he has that arrogance about him. And I think sometimes that's needed. And he'd be the biggest of our midfielders when he plays. He, like, um, maybe not a bit like Sabozlo is a fucking unit. But the thing with him midfield, Gav, is like, does, I have never had kind of an issue with the, the likes of. Well, I did. Um, that's that's a lie. Jones and Elliot have proven to be good, like, good options in there. But like Jones is Jones is fucking struggling to stay fit, mm-hmm. and and it's a shame. And look at the other players ahead of him. Thiago can't stay fit, and Endo's really durable. Sabozlo has been durable. McAllister has been durable. There's going to be plenty of minutes for for all these lads. And look, I just, I think. Kev said it there in the chat. I do think this is a risk-free signing <coughs> at that point. I think this is one where if it goes right, this is like storage. If it if it goes wrong, like fuck it, you can send them back to Ajax and you lick your wounds and you probably get 15, 20 million back from. But if it goes right, he's gonna explode and be fucking excellent. So look, we'll see. Like uh, the, I can't. I'm not. It's not that I'm not coming around to it. Like if Liverpool go out and bang 20, 30 million out for a centre back tomorrow, who's I, I think we're, we're fucking laughing, like, you know what I mean? So, we'll have to see. Again, I'm going to give Gravenberg the same treatment I give Endo. The context of that signing will make sense at the end of a window. It's possible that Liverpool will have their eye on a centre-back that's just not available now. And we've now we've seen them doing this. Yeah. They've done, they've, done it, they've done it in the past. That's how they've always operated. If anything, has been sort of... um. If anything has been so consistent, it, it's that. So let's see where we end up. Mm-hmm. Look, um, it looks like he will be confirmed as a Liverpool player tomorrow. Well, he'll have to be, otherwise he won't be one um, because the window closes. Nah, tomorrow. He will. Look, uh, yeah, no, he will. He will. Look, I'm, I'm only messing because of talking about the, the planes and stuff like that. But um, it looks like he'll arrive in Liverpool tomorrow. Medical will be done. It doesn't look like personal terms will be an issue. So it'll be a medical, it'll be a deadline day medical. So it'll be. You know the, the club know what they're at, so you'll probably hear about that 
I would reckon early evening tomorrow that's being done. We'll keep an eye on the fact that the centre half stuff because you know I'm I'm which on the concert and giving them a go. If you're if you're gonna give him a go, give him a go. But at the same time, um, you know we still have ahead of him. I think we still have arguably three centre halves that struggle to put a massive run of games together. Yeah, and maybe that's where we are. Then then, Look, then, you, have the, then not, you have the system I'd as well. No, I'd love nothing more than fucking. Gomez now to make it impossible for Canada to get back into this team by just yeah. performing and staying but, fit. But we know we won't. Yeah, but that's the, the thing. Issue. Yeah, like, that's so, it, it, look, that's the thing. And uh, like in a, in a world where everything is perfect, while Grand that centre back because they're fucking. If you pick four centre halves, very very look. You can argue Gomez, but on his day, we seen Gomez can be fucking brilliant. He struggled really since the injury. But the problem is like. I don't know how many consecutive games Canate has managed to put together since he's played by Liverpool. Matip was decent, it ha- has progressively got better in terms of his injuries. But again, in this system, I don't think it suits him. Uh, and like, it's just, it's it's one of them. I'd, I'd be just all on board now, just fucking pushing concert through. And if he's sink or swim, yeah. and if he's good, good, if he's good enough, he'll flourish and he'll, and he'll take the place in the team. And mm. that'll be it. If not, sometimes it's just fucking. It's the way it has to go. Like it I, just has to be like that. Sometimes I think. I think if you are bringing in a centre half, you're probably looking at a left sided one because you, if you're going to persist with this system, and then it comes down to numbers again. And what I mean by that is, I don't. I can't see Liverpool hanging around with, you know, a left sided centre half that can kind of do that left back, Andy Robertson and Costa Simicast. I just can't see them. They don't do yeah. things like that. Do you know what I mean? So. You might you would probably have to see movement go one way before it happens. You know, but having said that, I'd still I still think come Saturday morning we'd be looking going. We probably should have done a centre half. And, it, yeah. and do you know what? It's a difficult one. I admit it's a, I think it's a difficult one because if you're signing someone on the left hand side, right, you're probably looking at can he do that left hand side? Can he do the full back thing? But can he actually be a success at the verge of Van Dijk, who's 32 years of age right now? And that's where you have to forward plan a little bit on this centre-half. Yeah. Or you go down the other route and I you go, I'm buying yeah. a 29-year-old fella for that for two years. And I just don't look, know where Liverpool want to go with this. It's clear, like, look, we, we'll be we saying, Gav, right? And it's not like, I think it's similar to the two or many things, but it was just the fact that he wasn't let go. It's clear Liverpool are willing to spend big money on Colwell. It, it, it was abundantly clear that they were going to go into the 70s and 80s for them. They went into the 110s for... Now, regardless of what that fucking sausage Warnock said on Sky Sports, it wasn't a PR stunt. They went into the 110s for Soisado. I think they're looking at Andre as a future replacement for Thiago because he's a similar player. Deep-blowing playmaker. Break the lines from deep. Get the ball going from there. I think it makes sense. Like, there was all of these centre-halves that the scouts on Twitter, and I I don't mean that in a derogatory way, I just, I mean the lads on Twitter who look into the analysis side of the game, named for Liverpool, and they just, they never bit on any one of them, and they were all running their price range. I think we need to get rid of the fucking, the idea that Liverpool are paupers in the window, because they're not. It's just, they will spend if they feel there's value in that signing. And it's as simple as that. Look, they didn't want to go near Lavia for 60 million. I think they're probably right to not to, to do that. They didn't feel any like Luke Hebe or who's the other lad that they, this lad off Rance Tet 
like they probably just don't feel that they're worth the squeeze in terms of paying the money out. So it's gonna be one of them. Okay, I've seen people in the chat. I would. I'm not. I'm not even joking. Yeah, I swear, me life. I would take Calvin Phillips on loan. I would gamble with him for a year. <coughs> I'm not joking. I would genuinely. I would because mm. when he's uh, he's one of them though. When he, like when he's fit, he's a fucking brilliant footballer. He's a brilliant footballer. He's a good footballer, I think. But but there you go. When he's fit, we don't need. We we yeah. need to stop this. Like, and, yeah. and I think we've done that with the signings we've that, made. Just, it, it, it's it's a gamble. Like if they if they took the gamble, which I don't know, I think it might be just fluff. But if they took the gamble, I I'd be silently going, you know what? I think that could be, hmm. could could be like you know what I mean. But we'll see what happens. Well, look, um, we're gonna leg it because at ten o'clock, um, I'm back with um, I'm back as a guest with Kev and Chris and Luke, um, talking about the Premier League this week and tomorrow night. There, there'll be four lads on tomorrow night from half nine up until eleven o'clock. The window closes at eleven, so half nine till just after eleven o'clock when um, we do they do the last ninety minutes of the transfer window. So um, look, it looks like Gravenberg should be confirmed tomorrow. That's all. That sound. Um, we keep an eye on possible outgoings and possible incomings on deadline day for Liverpool. Um, and yeah, tune in at ten o'clock. Tune back in tomorrow at half nine. Thanks for being to Shawnee. Thanks for being to everyone in the chat. Hit the like button on your way out. The two people that didn't like it must hate Ryan Gravenberch. Um, let's be honest about it. But that is it. Talk to you in a bit. Over and out. Podcast Network.